You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. 4chan is turning 15 and remains the Internet's teenager by Emma Gray Ellis. The Internet makes sense in metaphors, superhighways, clouds, pages, links. Facebook is a town square. Wikipedia is a kind of brain. So what about 4chan, the image board site where users post just about anything with anonymity and impunity? If you trust 4chaners themselves, it's the Internet's soul. Well, that's alarming. 4chan has never been a nice place. Most people don't spend time there, but most people feel its effects, everything from fake news to doxing. Outsiders prefer different metaphors. Cesspool. Swamp. Sea of Trolls. There was a time, a couple of decades ago, when trolls didn't really exist online. But communities of proto-trolls were beginning to crawl out of the primordial ooze of the early web. One was a Japanese collective called Ayashi Warudo, sometimes translated as Nameless World, where users engaged in edgy, brazen banter and banded together to raid rival sites. Across the Pacific, American geeks were eyeing their Japanese counterparts lustily. They fetishized everything about Japanese culture. Not just video games and samurai swords, but manga and hentai, anime porn. Naturally, they found their way to places like Ayashi Warudo, and one enthusiast, a New Yorker named Christopher Poole, set out to create an English-language alternative. He ported over the ethos, populating the site with Japanese-style boards like Slash H for hentai and Slash Y for yaoi, gay male hentai for a female audience. Announcing his creation's existence in October 2003, Poole wrote, Regging, webspeak for registering, 4chan.net, brace for faggotry. The tone was established. Now the site is a .org, but other than that, little has changed. If you believe 4chan's own reporting, the community is still mostly made up of young men interested in Japanese culture. Though you're supposed to be at least 18 to join, the mean age is presumed to be closer to 15, Poole's age when he created it. The design remains proudly undesigned, and because each message board is limited to 10 pages of posts, most messages get bumped off the server within a day, if not hours. It's pretty much unsuitable for the uninitiated. Not that you'd want to be there. Most popular boards on 4chan are typically slash poll, 
a place for what they say is politically incorrect, read racism, misogyny, homophobia, and slash B, a nominally random board home to all the creepy porn and violent imagery banned from the rest of the site. Users are in it, they say, for the lulls. They make swastikas trend on Google, tell Justin Bieber fans to self-harm and leak celebrity nudes. And Gamergate, the smear campaign against female game developers, 4chan. Indeed, nearly every evil of the internet begins or picks up steam on the site. To invoke yet another metaphor, it's a breeding ground. The fact that 4chan has been called so many things suggests a feeble attempt to make sense of chaos. Many of the recruitment techniques of the so-called alt-right were piloted there. Many white nationalists started out as 4chaners. It's unclear if or how one ages out of the site, but it is clear that it unleashes trolls on the real world. That's fairly well known these days. What's less appreciated, however, is that 4chan has also given birth to good, or something like it. Consider Anonymous, the hacking collective that picks as it targets groups like Nazis and Scientologists. Also, remember Lolcats? Have you been Rickrolled? 4chan and 4chan. The site traffics heavily in exploitables, funny images begging for manipulation. Give that Pikachu a face. There isn't darkness without the light, it seems, so it's probably fair to say 4chaners are, at least a little bit, right. Their haven is the soul of the internet, the deep source of its sights and sounds, for worse and, occasionally, for better. Yet this cannot last. At 15 years old, 4chan has reached adolescence. Up until now, trolls, children, have been in control. It's not so funny anymore. After all, even the Lost Boys had to grow up. Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.